most kids resent a dad who's constantly pushing them. Let's go. But not Rick Hoyt. We can do this. For years, Rick has been pushed, pulled, and carried by his dad, and he loves it. Here they come! That's because Rick, a wheelchair quadriplegic since birth, and his father, Dick, together have competed in over 65 marathons. So when you see Dick Hoyt pushing his son around, you're witnessing extraordinary devotion. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Atlanta's number one radio stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. A few words for a successful life. Always ask why. Why? Tell the truth. All the time. Why? Write thank you notes. Eat right, sleep right. And exercise. If you don't like your job, change it. Why? Be creative every day. Take a fun trip. You don't always have to do things fast. These motivating thoughts from Randy Pausch's last lecture remind each of us to live our dreams. And I go now, my dog wants to play. Oh yeah, play with your dog. And with your kids. Motivation. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Live from our newsrooms brings back our hit news network, SNN, with many news anchors like Arthur Brooks, Addison Hayden, and Beatrix Gemma. Brings you stories about the news worldwide. Tune in on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6 radio stations. To get the latest news today, listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts. Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. Hello everyone and welcome back to our channel of KLP Entertainment. Reporting live from our newsroom, this is SNN. I'm Beatrix Gemma, here's your business news breaking for June 9th. At a time when most parking lots sat empty, the gravel lot in the outskirts of the Detroit suburbs was overflowing with cars, an unsettling sight in fall 2020. A stream of masked visitors looked around, wandering a wooded path toward lights deep within the woods, unsure of what to expect. All the visitors knew was that the night promised an escape from their homes. They had come for Glenlaw Trails and the promise of an unusual half-mile hike through an illuminated forest. We wanted it to be like walking through a movie, said Scott Schernerberger, who created Glenlaw Trails with his wife, Chanel. We had no baseline of what, good, looked like. We just went out and put a bunch of lights in the woods. Visitors that night experienced more than. The company's new leaders, who include a longtime Ata Warner Brothers Discovery CEO, David Zasloff, are trying to move on from the stormy tenure of CNN's former leader Chris Licht. It began like any other day at CNN. Scores of staff members tuned in the network's Thursday morning editorial call from New York, Los Angeles, London, and far-flung world capitals. But there was one difference, Chris Licht, who was fired as the network's chairman on Wednesday, wasn't on the call. It was led by Virginia Mosley, one of the three network veterans who had been put in charge of the newsroom, according to several people familiar with her remarks. 
and it was clear she was trying to turn the page. The call was focused on news coverage, including the Canadian wildfires and the war in Ukraine. Ms. Mosley made no mention of Mr. Lixauster.In a memo to employees before the meeting. The new leaders of CNN acknowledged the crisis stemming from Mr. Lick's final days at the network. Bill Neville has made the move from Inter Miami to the Canadian national side. Remember, he was sacked just a few days ago by Inter Miami after 10 defeats in their last 13. Doesn't look like he's going to be coming home anytime soon because he has joined up with Canada men's national team. He's got a position on the coaching staff and he's also been joined by the former Crystal Palace Coventry and Millwall defender Richard Shaw as well. John Herbman is the man in charge of the team and he's appointed Phil Neville and Richard Shaw to the coaching staff. They're going to be part of the men's national team for the upcoming CONCACAF Nations League finals in Las Vegas. So Phil Neville not out of football for very long after he was sacked into Miami. He's made the move to be part of the coaching staff of the Canadian national men's team. About five years ago, I caught wind that Sergey Brin was funding the construction of a secret airship right here at NASA Ames in Mountain View. I saw some pictures of this early airship, got kind of obsessed with it. Sergey didn't want to talk about his airship, but over the last couple years, I managed to ingratiate myself with the guy who's bringing Sergey Brin's airship to life. And today, I'm gonna take you guys in to see this thing being made. I'm Alan Westham, and I'm the CEO of LTA, and I'm the first person to work on this project. We've got this beauty behind us. Give us, give us the basics. This is Pathfinder 1. This is 122 meters long, has about 28 tons of total lift. It's designed to cruise at maximum speed of 60 knots. It could probably go over 2,000 nautical miles in one leg. Our mission is to expand and complement existing humanitarian relief using lighter-than-air technology, and at the same time reduce the carbon footprint of aviation. Rather amazingly, some of the first airships ever made lived right here in this hangar. Almost a hundred years ago, the Navy began building airships in Ohio so they could be flown to California. The Navy saw these craft as key to gathering intelligence and performing reconnaissance. It was the glory days of airships. You show me some of these slides just here in Silicon Valley. There were times when the sky was like filled with airships and, and then they were doing amazing things. I mean, there's one that was almost like a aircraft carrier. This was actually in 1932 and 33. There was a hook on the airship and biplanes were carried inside the airship or they were refueled. Then of course, airships had some very bad PR and planes came along and people lost interest in these majestic beasts. 
large airships disappeared in 1939. So like everything people might think of, those are all blimps. And the difference being a blimp just has no rigid structure. Right. This is a rigid airship with a skeleton, and so the skeleton defines the shape. And Al thinks he can bring these sexy, hard-bodied airships back. This time filled with nice, non-flammable helium. So, you got this wonderful history, and you're like, making it all happen again. Right, right, back to the future. <laughs> Should we do the horn? Sure. <laughs> I don't think anyone I've ever heard anyone use it before. <laughs> this is Carl Tosik. He's a mechanical engineer I've known for years who really gets around Silicon Valley. <laughs> I asked him to give me the grand tour. It's a lot of scaffolding. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> At first glance, it appears almost nothing has changed in a hundred years. But really, this thing is a mix of the super old and the super new. So this is one of 12 of the electric motors that propel the ship, okay? And it's, uh, you can see it's motors mounted on a pylon, which can rotate. So think of this airship as a giant quadcopter. All these are thrust vectored. They can be pointed in order to lift the ship straight up or move laterally. And then here, this outer material is it is kind of leveraged from racing sailboat, okay? This is how it's laced on, and this is a kind of an anachronism from the way airships were, were built a hundred years ago. There's 40,000 of these lacing tiles. Each one is laced by hand, jeez. The Pathfinder 1 skeleton is made of carbon fiber making it lighter and stronger than past airships. The ship will run on diesel to start, but LTA hopes to switch to either solar or some form of hydrogen power in the future. Overall, the airship will be much slower than a plane, but at least the passengers will feel virtuous about their carbon footprint. I've never been in a gondola. Designed to seat about 10 people, it's, it's used commercially for sightseeing by the Zeppelin company on their NT airships. And so if you're doing like a two or three day journey from London to New York, you just, you're hanging out in here in this space. Admittedly for a futuristic airship, this is an underwhelming interior. But this ship is just an experimental vehicle. The first of its kind, not for the public. And the company has bigger things in mind than just leisurely sky cruises. I think you guys are most interested in, in kind of disaster scenarios. I mean, that's the heart of, of why you're making this thing. Right. When you arrive at a disaster site, you often show up and the place is wrecked. And so the port may not be working. You then have to get your supplies to where the disaster is. And typically, you know, the roads are gone. Helicopters are really expensive to operate. They have limited range and limited capacity to lift things. So that's where an airship can also help. And it's the cargo, right? I mean, they, they can carry a significant amount of stuff. Right, we, we've studied airships that could carry up to 200 tons of cargo. Our approach is scalable to build larger airships that could carry even more. At the time of writing, Lighter Than Air is on the cusp of revealing this beauty to the world. But many potential kinks remain. 
the market for slow weather-dependent airship travel may not be enormous, and the cargo applications out favors are a bit further out. But if the sight of this white whale doesn't move you, frankly, I'm not sure why you're watching my show. I'll promise my two kids one of the first, first rides. It'll be a great ride, you know? <laughs> Your kids, though, flight test engineers. <laughs> Just keep them safe.